Good day, listeners. Welcome to episode 76 of You Got This. First episode of the new month. My birthday's on the 13th. Not a February, but just in general. So that's a cool little fun fact with seven and six adding up to 13 for today's episode. Definitely feeling refreshed being in February. Black History Month has kicked off in the States. So I hope folks are reflecting and learning and also enjoying and celebrating the culture and as reasonably as possible with everything going on in the world right now. I hope everyone's feeling and healing and doing well out there. To be inclusive, y'all already know I appreciate all cultural history months, but of course, as a multi-ethnic Black woman, this is definitely a time of year for me where I feel even more empowered and honored by who I am, my ancestors, my angels, my past, present, future, all that jazz than I do every other day. Uh, I feel so much love, uh, especially considering how much Black folks have overcome and continue to endure, yeah? Yet, we still find ways to be creative and innovative and build community and thrive. And it's done in our own dope-ass way. (laughs) And so a caveat to that, you know, uh, being Black is not a monolith. So the diversity within the Black culture itself is also beautiful. And generally speaking, Black people tend to be inclusive as hell. (laughs) I, I know this is, you know, this isn't the case anywhere and everywhere. But in many places, there's at least one person who is not Black that has been wholeheartedly accepted as part of the fam. You know what I mean? (laughs) They invited to the cookout um, for those who are familiar with that expression. But anyway, speaking of cookouts, I guess we can consider this podcast kind of like a weekly cookout, if you will. Um in my own little universe (laughs) where everyone tuning in is always welcome um i know the cookout bit is is a stretch but yeah (laughs) on ugt i'm just being my authentic quirky self um my inner home if you will is you know what i'm sharing here which hopefully gives permission uh, for others to do the same so there's a mix of practical and spiritual enlightenment there's music uplifting vibes and it's also quite informal um all all the mix-ins for a good cookout (laughs) so if you're new welcome i appreciate having you here and if you're a returning listener i'm happy to have you back Just to make sure everyone's up to speed, You Got This slash UGT is a podcast where we explore authentic living, seeing things from a higher perspective, and how to balance taking care of yourself and the world around you. The U stands for universe or universal consciousness. And of course, it's a play on the word you with a Y but you have permission to make the you whatever you want it to be. I'm your host, Asia Smith, and I'm a leadership educator, life coach, and intuitive healer. Listener discretion advised. This podcast is not a replacement for traditional therapy or esoteric healing modalities. On UGT, we keep it real and we keep it light. It's for entertainment purposes only. So if you need any of that, you're welcome to visit my site, book a session with me, and I encourage you to explore any other resources out there that you feel would be helpful for you along your authentic journey. 
please do what you gotta do to keep yourself well because it matters to me and it matters to the folks around you too. Okie dokie. So today's episode is actually going to be the only one (laughs) for the month of February. Uh, New episodes will resume on Sunday, March 5th. Uh, I've got some things I've been really kind of pouring my heart into that are cooking up behind the scenes and everything's kind of starting to come together everywhere all at once. (laughs) Um, For anyone who tuned into the last episode, y'all know that film had a profound impact on me. (laughs) So yeah. The rest of February, I'll be on a different schedule for my weekends. That's the only reason why. So if anyone tuning in needs me, uh, feel free to reach out, book a session. There's also a plethora of previous episodes to check out if it's helpful. Also, uh, have faith in yourself. (laughs) You probably have what you need within, yeah? But definitely uh, seek out support if it's needed. I'll certainly miss recording for UGT over the next couple weeks, but it'll just feel even more special when I come back in March. And I'm all about going with the flow, slowing down and speeding up when my intuition or inner knowing or perhaps trusted guidance uh, tells me it's appropriate and necessary to do so. And sometimes that means recalibrating as needed so you can do what you got to (laughs) do to keep yourself well, which is something we have to be conscious of from a place of service, not only to ourselves, but to the world around us. Yeah. All that being said, (laughs) for this episode, since it's the only one for the month, want to leave folks with something profound and also reflective and relaxing, literal music to your ears. And I think this one is dope. Uh, It it really resonated for me when I first heard this. I've actually shared this before. So for returning listeners, it might be familiar and uh, and hopefully it's welcome uh, because I loved it so much (laughs) that this episode felt like a wonderful moment to resurrect it and share it again, you know? So this is a performance slash talk and a beautifully melodic one at that from multi-talented singer and musician Anais. She's a black immigrant American woman with African and Caribbean roots. And in this piece, she's sharing about her journey living multiple lives of belonging everywhere and nowhere. And in this creative piece and in much of her art, she defies the attempts to reduce her intersectional experience into just a single narrative, which aligns so well with all that we acknowledge during Black History Month and beyond. Uh, There's a perception uh, among many that the Black experience is a monolith when the truth is that it's intersectional and it's multidimensional. So what you're going to hear today is Anais sharing how she tuned into guidance from her elders and honed in on her creative gifts and how the process of finding her authentic voice led to her liberation of self and others. Uh, It's true. Um, Healing generational trauma is indeed (laughs) one of the greatest and most liberating yet most challenging journeys that we can go on of lifelong learning. And when we do the work to heal ourselves, whatever that looks like, whether it's on your own or with support, choose your own adventure, tomato, tomato. The best part is that Everybody has their own way of being able to heal people that's authentic to them that you can pass along some sort of gift, whether it's grand or subtle, that has a positive ripple effect and continues to build with, in and on the world around us. So on that note, let's dive in. 
Go ahead and get comfy, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Also, if you'd like, be sure to stay tuned for the energy reading after the sponsor message. Be safe and stay well.
Thank you. <laughs> my whole life, I've struggled with speaking up for myself. It began when I was 10 years old, when my mother and I decided to move from Toulouse to Dublin. I didn't speak for about half of the year, and I didn't know where the inhibition was coming from, but perhaps it was a shock of arriving on foreign land and being treated as other for the first time. My skin being touched to make sure it wasn't dirt or wouldn't fade. And it was even scarier going to my father's country in Senegal and being accused of whiteness because I couldn't speak the language and because my skin was a little fairer. When I moved to America the following year, the next thing I discovered was the constant danger it was to live in my body, a black and immigrant body. So pretty quickly, I learned that the less space I occupied, the better. The less noise I made, the better. Just get out of the way and stay out of trouble. But as I witnessed more and more injustice, I knew that I would have to speak up, and so I decided to dedicate my art as a medium to do so. But still, I couldn't stand up for myself in the ways I needed to. How many of you guys have found that you can stand up for your neighbor, your best friend, or people halfway across the world, but not yourself? So, <laughs> um, so I began to look for guidance in the women in my life, but I found in my mother and in my grandmother a mere reflection of myself, women who had compromised so much of themselves in service of others. And I had grown up admiring their selflessness, not realizing until recently that it was unsustainable because it was at the cost of their own well-being. It became apparent to me that in order to be an artist that heals and that defends the unjust, I would first have to learn to love and value myself, that I couldn't be for others what I hadn't become for myself first. Um, the next song I'm going to perform is called Woman, uh, and I wrote it um, in honor of all of the superwomen in my life. But I've realized recently that what it really is is a mantra for me. It's an invitation towards self-love and self-acceptance. It's a reminder that all of those traits that I admire in these great women also exist within me. They just needed to be nurtured. Wash all of the pain away. You 
is a fact, I'm a knockout. I have confidence in, in je ne sais quoi that is, you know, un unmistakable in, in my, my pheromones and my chemistry and the way I walk. I am divine feminine energy. The journey towards self-liberation is in no way straightforward or easy. As someone who's avoided public speaking my whole life and who didn't speak for months at a time, being here today could either be my biggest fear or the biggest act of self-love. You know, we don't have to look so far for freedom. For many of us here, liberation can stem from a small act of kindness towards ourselves making it a daily practice to treat ourselves with a little bit more care and consideration, adopting new mantras and new rituals to celebrate who we are, and reminding ourselves every day that we are enough. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Authentic Service Group, an organization empowering young adults to explore their potential and achieve success genuinely through virtual life and leadership coaching, community engagement, and networking events for emerging leaders in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area and beyond. For more information, visit AuthenticServiceGroup.org. No matter what life throws your way, you've got this. Hey there, welcome to the energy reading for episode 76. Super grateful to have you here. Gentle reminder if this isn't your first time and a heads up if it is. These are general collective readings rather than being one-on-one, so it's possible what comes through may not apply to you, and that's okay. That just means the guidance in this particular reading might be messages that someone else out there needs to hear, and maybe the next one will be for you. You have permission to take what resonates from this reading and leave what doesn't. Before we get started, let's all just take a deep breath. is all good on my end. If you need a minute to get everything feeling good on your end, feel free to pause and do what you got to do and come back when you're ready. I've already blessed and shuffled the decks I'm using for our reading since we're on episode 76 and it's the first and only episode we'll be having for the month of February. And also because the difference between seven and six is one, I'm going to use one tarot deck and one oracle deck for this reading, which of course is two decks total and two represents balance, partnerships, and mirroring in numerology, which is quite fitting with February being the month of love if anyone observes the Valentine's holiday out there. I'm also going to incorporate my numerology dice into the reading, so just a quick shout out to the artists before we get started. We've got the Sun and Moon Tarot by Vanessa Decord and the Angels and Ancestors Oracle by Kyle Gray. All right, folks, 
Let's see what's in the cards and gemstones for us today. Hello, hello. Welcome to our February energy reading. <laughs> uh, new episodes will resume the first Sunday in March. Looking forward to it. Um, you're going to hear a little bit of noise in the background. I'm going to kick off the reading with my Onyx Dice Gemstones, get some numerology up in here to set the tone for the reading, and then I will dive into the cards. Um, got one tarot deck and one oracle deck that I'll be using for this reading. Um, yeah, I, I, I am open <laughs> as far as how many cards come out from each deck. Um, I'm really going to let the dice kind of take the reading in the direction that this needs to go in. And the cards are going to be the clarifiers from there. So, yeah, let me go ahead and drop these dice and we'll see what we get to start. Ooh. Okay. So on the dice, we have facing upward. On the left, we have six. On the right, we have the number two. And then on the dice facing forward. So toward me, we have the number four and we have the number one. Okay, cool. Okay. So I'll start with what's at the top, um, six in numerology. That usually has to do with some sort of harmony, balance, flow. And then with the number two, I, I you know, mentioned that briefly in the introduction to the energy reading as far as that representing balance, partnerships, mirroring. Um, and uh, to add on to that, maybe it has to do with two separate entities or different perspectives and, and bridging that gap, really bringing those together. Um, yeah, and, and then six plus two, uh, if we add that up, that, that adds up to eight. And that is another number in numerology that has to do quite a lot. Just with the connection and the flow piece, um, Okay. So, okay. So if I'm considering that as far as what's facing up on the dice, what I'm getting from that is maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, maybe, you know, with having the number six and two and that adding up to eight, there could be, because eight also represents abundance in numerology. So maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, there is some sort of partnership and that could be in any context, could be family, friends, work, romantic, but perhaps there's, there's something going on for you or whoever you're thinking about. And if it doesn't resonate that it's happening, perhaps something to consider that could be very abundant. It, it could be fruitful. And that's from the perspective of within uh, first and foremost, and perhaps that manifests externally as well, but something fruitful Um and if, you know, we're also considering, I know I mentioned starting within first, 
maybe that number two, I know I mentioned it could be separate entities or, you know, different perspectives, um, but really, you know, bringing something together and thinking about that from the perspective of mirroring, this could be about the self and it could be something for you or whoever you're thinking about where if there feels to be, uh, if, if, if there feels to be maybe some misalignment, this, it, it, and this could, again, be in any context, take what resonates, leave what doesn't, take it how it resonates. Um, this could indicate that alignment and abundance are either on the way or it's something to consider and it, it perhaps work toward if this isn't already on your radar. Again, this could be for you, whoever you're thinking about, whatever energy that we're picking up on here. Uh, and then with the dice, as far as the numbers facing toward me, we've got four on the left and one on the right, as I mentioned. Um, four in numerology has to do with, that's another uh, number that quite often has to do with balance, but more specifically, it has to do with foundations, um, whether that's building it you know, from scratch or building upon that, but it has to do with steadiness, stability. Uh, quite often, the number four has to do with work uh, or passion and purpose and you know, building upon that, yeah? And then uh, the number one uh, in numerology, that has to do with the self quite often, um, could also represent making a move, <laughs> taking that first step. Um, and it could be in any context, family, friends, work, romantic. I think it's interesting with the number four and what that represents, maybe it does have to do with something related to passion, purpose. Um, and then four plus one adds up to five, which is, uh, it, it, that's kind of cool. This episode's dropping on February 5th. And then we're also resuming <laughs> new episodes, March fifth. And so five in numerology that has to do with change and transformation. So all that being said and being considered what I'm getting from the dice, I think, especially with the four and the one adding up to five for you or whoever you're thinking about, maybe there is either some sort of reflection that's going on. So it could be inner work where, you know, you're making moves <laughs> internally in that regard, as far as building that foundation could, you know, maybe it's mental, spiritual, emotional. Um, but if it resonates that this is, you know, external and for you or whoever you're thinking about, uh, perhaps this indicates direct focus on passion, purpose, career, and perhaps that manifests into something that is abundant for you or whoever you're thinking about, which is great. And then, of course, that has a ripple effect uh, on the world around you in whatever way that's authentic to you. So, I mean, that's uh, that that's pretty interesting. And I think this is also this this encompasses, uh, I think, you know, kind of the, the inner work journey quite well <laughs> and probably as it relates to if I'm tying it in to, um, it, you know, just just love and, and February, you know, by many people um, being considered a, a month of love. But of course, love in all its forms, ideally, that's something that we are living and feeling in everything that we do uh, every month, every day, uh, you know, far beyond February. But with being, you know, again, intentional and, and, and considering that piece, 
there, there really might be something going on for you or whoever you're thinking about where I know I mentioned that first step, but also with the number one, I, I believe I said the word, you know, kind of direct, you know, uh, around the number one as well. That absolutely applies. And so from that focus perspective, there could be some clarity happening for you or whoever you're thinking about as it relates to passion, purpose in, in whatever context could be family, friends, work, romantic and, and perhaps either making connections or exploring or figuring out ways to, to connect all the dots, you know, uh, either find that flow or create that flow for yourself. Perhaps so, love <laughs> in all the ways, you know, in, in all its forms, family, friends, work, romantic, so that that alignment is there. If that's not something that you're feeling already, and it could very well be that this is a reflective reading that is just confirming uh, for you or whoever you're thinking about what you've already experienced. And it's just deeper insight, <laughs> more more lessons learned uh, as more reflecting happens. And so, yeah, um, definitely a lot of abundance kind of happening <laughs> with these numbers. But there's also kind of that practical piece, I think, especially with the numbers that are facing forward with the four and the one as far as like, I mean, it, it, it's, it's going to take work <laughs> to get there. And it's it's internal as well as external. And it, it's all connected for real. Um, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's interesting. Uh, and returning listeners will, you know, uh, they've heard me say in previous readings, as far as healing is concerned and what resonates for me, I think especially from a, men a mental health perspective is, and especially as an empath, <laughs> I'll add that in there too, uh, observe and don't absorb. And it, it takes practice, of course. Um, but the reason why I mention that is because as I'm thinking about the numbers that we have on the dice and everything, you know, kind of adding up the six and the two facing upward, adding up to eight, and then the four and the one facing forward, adding up to the five and eight and five equals 13, which is kind of cool with us being on, on episode 76. And so it's, and so there is that as well. So you know what, <laughs> that I, I, I'm actually going to pause with that. Um, that that's pretty cool. And, and that is also quite telling. So, so something that I'll bring up for folks who are, you know, maybe February is the first month that you are tuning into UGT. Um, with the energy readings that I do, it's as live as it can get <laughs> as far as UGT episodes are concerned. I don't edit the energy reading um, segments. And so you might hear, you know, a skip here or there. That's usually either because of the internet or if it's toward the end of the reading, then that means that I hit the time limit <laughs> for Anchor. You can rec only record an hour at a time. And so then I just had to restart the timer and keep moving and grooving. But uh, it, I mentioned that because with the numbers uh, lining up in that way here, um, I mean, it's hilarious. It just... <laughs> I think for me, and perhaps this resonates for anyone out there tuning in, um, I, I know I mentioned something around, you know, the, the alignment piece, but even if I'm stepping outside of that in general, 
from the perspective of observe and don't absorb. I think what's really helpful along the journey of just navigating, you know, maybe these numbers here of figuring out connection, flow, really leaning into what it is that you're passionate about or that purpose. Maybe, you know, there's somebody tuning in where you are rediscovering, re-exploring, or you're not quite sure what that is yet, and that's cool. Kudos for even considering it and and starting that journey for yourself. Um, the interesting thing here, <laughs> and the numbers legit just solidify this for me, when, when we step outside of our bubble, and this is actually something that came up a little bit during the last reading as well. So per use refreshers galore for returners, but for folks who are new, just want to bring you up to speed. But it's... I mentioned all this to say, it's just funny how everything's connected. And if you really, if we really step outside of our bubble <laughs> and observe, um, I'm gonna bring up everything everywhere all at once too. But in honor of Black History Month, <laughs> please, you know, support Black businesses, Black art. Um, for me as a Black person though, everything everywhere all at once, it resonated quite a lot. So it, it's interesting even from that perspective as far as, we're all connected in different ways, especially based on the experiences we've been through, the traumas that we've overcome, uh, perhaps what our gifts are and how those manifest depending on the circumstances that we encounter uh, in, in, in life itself and in the universe. And so it's like legit, if you step out of being so immersed <laughs> in what's happening, you know, in the day to day, you know, still be involved. But it, it is important to take that time to pause and reflect because then you see everything from different perspectives or from a higher perspective and you realize <laughs> we are all just different versions of each other doing our thing in different parts of the world. <laughs> like if you really observe then it truly sinks in how just incredible <laughs> this universe is. We are all connected. It, it, this, this journey, this universe, it's an individual and collective experience. And yep, <laughs> legit, we are all just different versions of each other walking around doing our thing based on our timeline and where we're at. And so it's really interesting and just moving throughout life, then we cross paths, <laughs> you know, with with uh, just with all these different um, people, place, things, and spaces that help not only shape who we are, but I think also help shine a light on who it is that either we could be, or perhaps who it is that maybe we aren't trying to be, but it's still okay for that version of us to exist. You know what I mean? Like there, there's room for everybody to win and it's much easier to have empathy and compassion whilst <laughs> doing what you got to do to keep yourself well um, and, and truly living from a place of genuine uh, joy in a healthy way. Yeah. And, uh, and I think also just an open-mindedness, open-heartedness and being open from soul, spirit, all the things. And it really helps with that steadiness. Um, it helps with setting that stable foundation, it, you know, for you or whoever you're thinking about, for all of us, as we're moving through our own authentic journey, 
knowing and understanding who we are authentically and what we believe in, what our values are, and then we still have the capacity and the wherewithal to be open to learning and adapting and growing from different perspectives and also being able to, as I mentioned, set boundaries on whatever does not resonate. But hopefully, you know, leaving a door open <laughs> to, uh, to be able to uh, recalibrate and reset boundaries when it's healthy um, to do so. And that's something that's, that's going to be up to you. And so, yeah, I think and the reason why I felt it important to mention that as well is because we have the number one here in the dice. And that is all about the self um, or taking the first step. But as it relates to this podcast, just the inner work piece, that's something that resonates so much. And so I, I just felt guided to give context <laughs> in that regard, especially for folks who are new. And, and then, yeah, I mean, just, you know, bringing it back to the six and the two facing upward on the dice and what that represents and that adding up to eight, the abundance connection, the flow, the partnerships, the mirroring it, that, that foundation and that work, you know, being done, um, that is important for this, that other piece of connections and abundance, because without that, you might, have that and then it doesn't feel genuine <laughs> or you might have that and it does feel genuine and I and so and that's the thing too that's gonna look different for different people don't compare your journey with someone else's that that's the other reason why it's so important to define what abundance looks and feels like for you, what it is that you even want and need, <laughs> you know, as, as far as that abundance and, and where that comes from as far as what you're able to cultivate for yourself. Because then when, you're, when you are able to do that, then you can also cultivate for the world around you and then you can collaborate and it builds and builds and builds and uh, just, you know, that bigger picture. Um, Cool. And then as, as I mentioned before, before I went off on that tangent with the numbers, but it, it just, it felt necessary and appropriate, but the six and the two adding up to the eight and then the four and one adding up to the five, eight and five is 13. Um, we're on episode 76 and seven plus six is 13. So, so that's pretty cool too. That just, you know, there's tomato, tomato, different paths around the park, different ways to get to the top of the mountain. Um, do what feels authentic. Do do what works best for you while supporting others in doing the same. That that's how we cover more ground. Yeah. So cool. That <laughs> that's already a lot of energy uh, from the numbers. And with this being the first and only episode of the month, I am totally okay with that. Um, I will get into the cards now, and I'll start with the Sun and Moon Tarot. Um, if you're new, you're going to hear some additional shuffling in the background. And that's just so we get uh, as random as possible of messages that either fly out or gently fall out of the deck. And that's what we consider as guidance from spirit for the reading. Um, yeah, I've already said, take what resonates, leave what doesn't, take it how it resonates. So <laughs> independent thinking is welcome here. Uh, if you're picking up something different from what I'm putting down, that that's totally cool. Um, these readings are, are really up to uh, the interpreter. <laughs> so you're welcome to build your intuitive muscle right along with me. Um, if gender comes up at all during this reading... 
just know uh, if I mention male or female, that includes trans, uh, but also non-binary is an option. So perhaps gender doesn't apply at all to you or whoever you're thinking about. But if it comes up during the reading, uh, I, I only mention it as far as describing the artwork just to maintain the integrity of the reading, since this is audio only. But again, take it how it resonates for you, okay? Um, anything else? <laughs> I think that's it, yeah. All right, so just gonna keep shuffling these a little bit. Uh, I'm open to however many cards comes out and we will see how the cards paint the picture for us based on the tone that was set for the reading by the Onyx Dice Gemstones. We gonna geek out a little bit, nerd out with me. <laughs> nerd out, quirk out. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's all, all welcome here. Okay, so we have, uh, uh, fortunately, just one card <laughs> that gently uh, came out from the Sun and Moon Tarot, which I will actually say uh, before I flip the card, uh, went with the Sun and Moon Tarot just in honor of, you know, the, the whole one and one adding up to two. And so the separate entities coming together, the duality piece uh, and something else that I'll mention too, as far as the sun and the moon and, and what I was saying, just, to, you know, with honoring the authentic journey, um, you know, for you or whoever you're thinking about all that jazz kind of <laughs> went, you know, went off on a tangent, ramble, rambled just a little bit, but um Something that I will say, you know, just kind of as it, it relates to, to that, but the sun and the moon, you know, they, they each have their beautiful and special purpose. They shine at different times and, and we, we need them both, right? <laughs> it, it, for things to really keep, um, keep moving along as they're meant to, for us to, to, to stay alive and continue as far as that, I don't want to say cycle because quite often there's a negative connotation to that. In, in this case, a healthy cycle as far as day and night um, and, and how that brings life and also allows for rest uh, for living beings. So anyway, okay. <laughs> so the card uh, that we have uh, from the Sun and Moon Tarot, let me flip this. We have, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and so we have the Ace of Cups here. Nice. This is cool because um, uh, Ace in numerology, it, I mean, that, that's basically the number one. So I think that's kind of cool. That, that definitely confirms um, for me, <laughs> as it relates to this reading, that there's definitely... There's something about either taking a first step or inner work and fo and focusing on the self in some way. Or this could be a loving and non-judgmental nudge from spirit as far as, you know, a, a focus um, and streamlining in some way. And, and I kind of feel that way because in the sun and moon tarot and these cards, the, the ace of cups, and, and I'll get into what cups means for, for folks who are new in just a moment, but it's interesting... Um, in this card for Ace of Cups, it, there, there's literally one cup. Um, there's a heart on the cup, which ties into what cups represent. So I'll, I'll get there in a sec. But the artwork on this card, it has the cup. And then it looks like there are, 
literally multiple kind of streams in terms of water that are either flowing into or, or out um, of this cup. It's it, it, it's actually quite hard to tell just from the artwork. And perhaps that's intentional, you know, could be flowing either way. Um, but, but that's why I, I am kind of leaning in the direction of like, oh, this could be about like multiple kind of streams of, of something. Um, and where like this cup is like this central, you know, um, it, it's kind of like the center for that. And cups, uh, for me to get to get into that element and what it represents in tarot, uh, cups is water energy. And that has to do with emotions and relationships. And so that's why this cup having a heart on it, that makes sense. Um, it could be any context of emotions and relationships. And so it could be family, friends, work, romantic. But the Ace of Cups coming out of the Sun and Moon Tarot, this could indicate um, for you or whoever you're thinking about, um, as I mentioned, like that first step, maybe uh, their you know, person, place, thing, or space, but as it relates to emotions and relationships, it could be either an olive branch, uh, uh, you know, sort of extended, or it could be you um, it, extending that to another. But um, mm, something else that I'll mention too, this, again, it could be an inner thing. <laughs> and so this could also represent for you or whoever you're thinking about we could be getting some insight into the fact that like a, a step is being taken as far as exploration of something that has to do with emotions, relationships, especially as it relates to the self. Um, this could also represent, you know, for you or whoever you're thinking about, if I am looking at the dice... And I know, I know what I got into as far as how it could potentially resonate. There could be something going on for you or whoever you're thinking about where it's like either discerning or making the connection between self and others and, and kind of how that all adds up. Or if I'm considering the Ace of Cups and the artwork here, like, like what is that center of, of, of all those things that add up, that abundance? Like what is the center of 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 where that fruit, fruitfulness, <laughs> um, of where it comes from. So if I'm looking at the number four and this has to do with work and then the number one has to do with the self or taking the step. And then I also look at the dice and the six has to do with harmony flow. The number two has to do with balance partnerships. Yeah. For, for you or whoever you're thinking about what, what does the Ace of Cups represent for you as far as emotions and relationships? Like, like what is that center? Um, hmm. This, this could also be considered, you know, like, this could be a loving, non-judgmental message from spirit if it doesn't resonate that this is something that you're already working toward building, uh, at the other kind of, you know, end of the spectrum for that, maybe you're tuning in and you're like, I already got <laughs> all this figured out, which is great. I, as I mentioned before, this could just be looking back uh, kind of in retrospect for you or whoever you're thinking about. This Ace of Cups could be <laughs> quite simply uh, a loving nudge, um, you know, guidance from spirit as far as maybe focusing a little bit on on self-love. Um 
that, that perhaps that resonates. That might be something for you or whoever you're thinking about that it isn't necessarily being neglected, but it, it could be focused on a bit more in order for there to feel like there is truly this sense of abundance and love in, in all ways, in, in all its forms. This could be something where it's like, okay, this self-love piece, like everything else is going on. This is something to focus on. Um, and something that I'll say, I, I say it most, <laughs> most episodes, I, I think it's important for me to mention for folks who are new, if anything that I share uh, during an energy reading, if it feels like tough love, uh, despite my gentle delivery, just know that there's never any judgment here. We're all <laughs> learning and growing and healing in our own way, um, doing the best that we can with what we have and what we know. And just because you heal doesn't mean that <laughs> challenges don't still happen. You just uh, have more awareness and more, uh, you know, the wherewithal uh, to be able to uh, properly uh, take care of yourself and heal in the ways that you need to, you know, uh, uh, on the timeline that you need to. Um, interesting. And, and, you know, love for all other beings, it, it, it truly does begin with the self because if it's the other way around where it's everything external that's feeding whatever it is for you or whoever you're thinking about, about that's defined as that self-love, like that's, that is going to expire. <laughs> so yeah, this, this really could be a loving, non-judgmental message from spirit to um, really focus on that self-love piece. And again, if that's not how it resonates, that's cool. <laughs> this could mean uh, for you or whoever you're thinking about, again, you know, either some sort of uh, kind of olive branch, if you will, you know, being extended or a step being taken in some sort of relationship, partnership, perhaps reconciliation, you know, but, but this is a good sign with getting the Ace of Cups. Um, it's beyond that clean slate and like legit the fresh start. Yeah. Um, and it's cool that it has to do with emotions and, and relationships. It, it really plays into that inner work and and how that translates, you know, uh, externally. Um, OK, so let's breeze through, <laughs> get into the angels and the ancestors. And uh, yeah, we'll see what we get as our final message or messages from spirit. And then we shall call it a day. Oh, okay. Well, that was quick. <laughs> nice. So uh, the card that we have is our final message from the angels and the ancestors is... Oh, cool. We have the spirit fox. Trust your talents in changing times. Okay, that's, that's pretty cool because um, trust, your ta trust your talents in changing times. Um, five, five in numerology has to do with change and transformation. And so I know um, I know I mentioned toward the top of the reading as far as the dice the four and the one adding up to to five and, and also this episode dropping on february 5th 
uh, and uh, we're going to be resuming new episodes on March 5th. So Spirit Fox, trust your talents in uh, changing times. For you or whoever you're thinking about, you might, huh, maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, there's, there is a change or transformation that's happening, whether it's seen or unseen, it's happening. (laughs) And as far as spirit fox, trust your, your, why is this? I don't know why this is a a bit of a tongue twister for me to say, trust your talents in changing times with the spirit fox. Um, Maybe this Ace of Cups uh, card that's here, if we're seeing the spirit fox as a clarifier, maybe this first step. And, and it, again, you know, this could be in any context, family, friends, work, romantic, but whatever this, this first step is of like taking action towards something. And, and perhaps it's action towards something that means quite a lot to you from that heart space. And so it could be a person, it could have to do with passion or purpose. It could have to do with, a, 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 you know, an, an heirloom or, or something that's sentimental, you know what I mean? But um, this Ace of Cups that's being here, this Ace of Cups being here, along with the spirit fox of, of trusting your talents, what I'm getting from this is for you or whoever you're thinking about, perhaps some sort of a shift is happening. And, and perhaps what, what that shift is, I mean, it, it, it probably doesn't feel comfortable quite often. <laughs> Healing and growth is not comfortable until you've, you've, healed, you know, whatever you're focusing on and you have grown and then it, it is fruitful. You can enjoy uh, you know, the feeling, you know, of, of those benefits, but, but healing is ongoing. So I, I almost see this as kind of like a combo of spirit, Fox, trust your talents in changing times and then ace of cups, perhaps for you or whoever you're thinking about, there's healing that's going on. And if I'm thinking about that self-love piece as well, that could be why we have the spirit box, trust your talents in changing times. It, it's just a, a, the empowering message of that self-love, of honoring who you are and all, all that it is for you or whoever you're thinking about that you embody. Like legit, that's really what, what I'm getting from this. Um, which, which honestly, I, that's a beautiful thing, to be honest. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it could be as, as, as simple and as complex as that. Yeah. Um, like this inner work, focus on self, perhaps navigating through challenging times, but understanding it like that core, that center of trusting your talents in, in changing times, really believing in yourself, trusting yourself, honoring your truth, uh, however that resonates for you. This could be a, a hurdle or, or a part of, you know, the, the healing journey for you or whoever you're thinking about where th- this, is a, this could be a milestone, that we, that we getting some, some insight into. This is the T. This could be a milestone right here, uh, you know, representing like, wow, the energy that we're picking up on, 
they're really tapped into the self-love part right now. And in doing so, it, it, it has manifested um, and cultivated a healthy amount of, of abundance, per, perhaps quite a lot. And so, you know, as I mentioned before, maybe there is the opportunity of aligning, streamlining, not necessarily eliminating, but maybe reorganizing, rearranging, if that makes sense. And, and that's based on the artwork that I'm seeing in the Ace of Cups. But the Spirit Fox card, it, it's legit. It, it's a fox. Um, it's a pretty cool looking fox. <laughs> uh, yeah, trust your talents in, in changing times. And no matter what you got going on, just know that you got this, you know? I mean, there's, there's that piece too. Um, for you or whoever you're thinking about, whatever energy that we picking up on, you, you have what it is that you need in order to be able to honor yourself. If you say that statement to yourself and you don't feel confident <laughs> that that is true for you yet, that's okay. Definitely no judgment here. And I encourage anyone that that resonates for to use that as a catalyst to give yourself permission, if you haven't already, to, to, to start this journey for yourself, you know? And like this Ace of Cups could represent the healing journey. <laughs> and you will know uh, how that resonates for you. And yeah, throughout it all, as far as the spirit fox, you know, spirit, your spirit, universe, your, your ancestors, your angels, uh, trusting in, in that energy and also trusting in your own, uh, trusting in your own ability to be able to do what you got to do to keep yourself well. And then also doing what you got to do to get yourself to thrive. Um, that's ideal. That's ideal. Okay, cool. And, and, and the underlying theme, <laughs> it, it, it truly is, a, you know, the love piece throughout it all. And um, the, the foundation, it, it, it's got to, you know, start with the self. It, it's cool, it, you know, if, if it's external, but if it's external and also not internal, as I mentioned, like the, the expiration, <laughs> you know, it'll, uh, it, it'll happen. And so that's why with with that inner work, that's something that nobody can take away from you. So that, that's why I mentioned that. And, and that's also a very empowering message. Um, you know, February, considering Black History Month as well, and going from survival mode to thriving mode and how that has been a very conscious as well as subconscious part of the black experience and resilience. And at this point, black people deserve to just rest. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we shouldn't need to, to, to prove ourselves anymore. Um, unfortunately, we live in a society where that, you know, that's still the, the case. There's still inequities, but we've come a long way. And, and I wanna include in, in general, black indigenous people of color. We're focusing on Black History Month, but of course we're all connected. And even for folks who don't identify as black or, or indigenous or people of color, uh, allyship matters, uh, allyship in action, you know, I'll, I'll say that. Um, that. That has played a part too. And so it just makes me think about what I mentioned at the top of the reading, um, 
<laughs> and it's making me chuckle a little bit again, where it's like, it's, it, it's so true that we are all connected. And so, and I think for me, that's why I'm like, you know, do, it, you have to do what you got to do to keep yourself well. All you can do is uh, manage yourself uh, and from that inner work perspective. You can't control what other people do, say, how they behave, what have you. But we're all just different versions of each other walking around the planet. <laughs> and so when you consider things in that way, it, it, there's no reason for us to be walking around harming each other or doing things to bring other people down. We, we need to be building each other up. And we also need to be open and accepting of the fact that we, we are not a monolith. <laughs> and also it, it, times change, things evolve and Folks have a right to live and express as their authentic selves, especially if they intentionally, you know, harm in anybody. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yep. All coming from a place of love for self and others. Um, keep yourself well and build each other up. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. And so, yeah. Um, Thanks so much for, for tuning in. And I hope this was helpful for whoever needed to hear it. Uh, if none of this resonated for you, that's quite all right. Perhaps uh, the next reading will. It just means this particular reading wasn't for you. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in nonetheless. Um, and yeah, if this does resonate, uh, as I mentioned before, props, kudos, uh, and also wishing the very best as far as the inner work and that self-love journey and what that means for you and your community or whoever it is that you're thinking about um, kind of, you, you know, externally uh, in the physical, because as I've mentioned so many times, it's all connected and it's all actually connected in very odd, strange, bizarre, <laughs> but also very beautiful and wonderful ways that just remind us how we really are just a blip <laughs> in the larger, you know, kind of grand scheme of things. So the best we can do is, um, uh, focus on our journey, do the best that we can with what we have and what we know, and uh, it, it make a difference <laughs> in a positive and healthy way, and also support those who either are seeking support, who need it, or who who may not have the access in some way, shape, or form. We all have our, our different gifts and ways that we can liberate uh, ourselves and others, and so I, I guess I'll, I'll leave uh, this episode by uh, just encouraging folks, if you haven't done so already, be open to explore uh, what what that means for you, what that looks like and what that feels like. And making sure if I'm going back to the cards, this Ace of Cups and then also the Spirit Fox, something that is heartfelt, but also comes from the soul and the spirit. Yeah. Okay. Well, all that being said, <laughs> I wish everyone uh, a great week and beyond. Have a great February and beyond. Um, there are multiple, you know, holidays and whatnot that happen during the month of February. But of course, in the States, <laughs> aside from Black History Month, there's Valentine's Day for those who observe and celebrate that holiday. I know there's controversy, controversy around that in the commercialism. So, I mean, I get it. But <laughs> if you happen to be observing it, you know, hope uh, folks enjoy that, whether it's love for self or, you know, love for others, for, for partner or partner. 
partners. Um, at Super Bowl Sunday coming up too in the States. And so, you know, for, for folks who are going to enjoy uh, that entertainment and uh, the sports, uh, have fun. Yeah. Uh, no matter what you got going on, you got this. <laughs> Be safe. Stay well. Uh, and yeah, new episodes will resume March 5th. Talk soon.